Hi everyone, welcome back for another blissful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I'm your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 211. This week's message is Living as Doves Made Alive in Christ. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining in uh, for another blissful week of encouragement uh, from the words of God. I pray that as this day has pretty much opened up and is on its way that all is going well with everyone. Um, that everyone is in that of sound mind, right mind, and holding their body and health, strength, and mobility. You're blessed uh, to be among the living today. We are continuously seeing some things evolving around us. We are continuously, as a whole, as a body of Christ, continuously experiencing some complications in our lives. We're still experiencing some even more turmoil being brought into our lives. We, 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 we journey on this, this living uh, of life and we have willingly partaken up the inheritance of that of a distant disciple of Christ. But in doing so, my brothers and sisters, we have also inherited all the things that come along with it. The suffering, the oppression, uh, but not just that, but we have also inherited the joyfulness, the grace of that of God, the forgiveness, his mercy. So although we experience trouble, and although problems seem to chase us down everywhere we go, and life storms and all the issues of life, seem to always want to twirl around us and throw us here and throw us there. Confine us, it seems, at times to being able to do very little. We still are not without the inheritance of all the things that Christ, that of himself, the one and only true Son of God, displayed not only but walked in through that of his whole ministerial journey here on earth now my brothers and sisters we died with Christ when we chose to receive the Lord our Savior as our one and only true living God and as we confess unto the world and those that will listen, we not only profess this, but in doing this, we have also inherited all the things that Christ himself displayed. The kindness, the generosity, the humbleness, humanity, meekness, joy, the happiness, the concern, the caring, the discipline, the patience, 
motivation. That Oshamakasi. The ability to, 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 to perceive encouragement. Receive encouragement and walk out in that of encouragement. And then let's not forget compassion. And most of all, the one thing that ties all these things together and many more is that of his love. But you say, but Brother Tim, there are some of us that are not flowing 100% in that of the Lord. There's some of us that are not experiencing some of the blessedness and some of the wonderful inheritance of that of the Lord. Well, I'm going to say this right here. And this may seem a little off base to some of you. This may seem a little kind of far-fetched for many of you. But I want you to understand something. If you are not experiencing it, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. <laughs> Come on now, y'all. It just simply means that you have not arrived. Well, you say, my brother, I, I, I believe that there are those who are 100% down-rooted in that of the Lord, but they have not arrived. Well, see, let me get you. Let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me get you understanding on this right here. Let me get you to understand on this right here. I'm not really talking about the ultimate arrival. What I'm meaning is that you have not become aware to the completeness of that of the Lord. In other words, you have not committed yourself to the point to where the things of this world and the things of that of the body flesh are of no concern to you. Now, hear me out now, because see, I'm not going to say I'm treading along these waters, but I am really right there. And, and, and making that final transition over to being like completely caring at nada, you know. But really what I'm saying, my brothers and sisters on this, is that we will live life. And yes, we're going to get caught up in the things of this world. You know, the socialness of this world. The, the all of these platforms and different things that take place in the world. And we're going to be caught up and driven by that which is of ourselves, the fleshliness of ourselves, the fleshly body, this vessel of that which our spiritual being is, 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 is housed in and travels in. We will get caught up in this. But as we age and as we we lean more towards God, seek Him more, give more of our attention unto Him, and begin to read more in His Word, and allow His Word to really truly soak into us, and then we, we become doers instead of just readers or hearers, or we, we become active, and if we stay active, and we get more diligent in it, more, more eager to do better, then the knowledge, the knowledge is instilled in us more rapidly, stronger, and to the point we will become woke. And I know a lot of people don't like to hear that word, woke. Oh, what do you mean woke? I don't like to hear woke. Well, if you want to say alive, or you want to say we come to, or you want to say we are more attentive, whatever it is that you want to use, 
if you want to use a ride, whatever it is that you need to use that would give still the definition of the fact that you have come to a point in life to where you are attentive, to where you're seeing things for what they truly are. Now, I had a conversation with my one of my eldest sons and we talked and he had some things that you know were, were going on and things that he had that was a concern and you know we were talking and and I said to him I said well congratulations I said you know you are now seeing what life is truly is what it's all about I said you have just truly woken up to the fact of what life really truly is now that's something to say that everything about life is bad because it's not my point when I said that to him and my point for saying it to you is that when you begin to see things for what they truly are when you begin to have an understanding that there are just some really I, I don't want to use the word crazy. I don't want to use the word ignorant. But there are really just some people out there that are really out there to just do you some harm. There's people out there who really just don't really care about another life being. There's people out there whose mindset is just off in the darkness somewhere. I mean, they truly are roaming deep. And there are those that they would rather slit your throat than to look at you. They don't want to hear you speak. And, and, and there are those that would do anything possible to use you in any way possible for however long possible that they may accomplish or achieve what it is that they, and hear me what I say, they are designed to do or have. And when you become aware of these things, then you are considered to be woke or you're considered to be have awakened or you have arrived or you're you're coming to the light to see it truly what life really is now in the midst of all this there is happiness there is joy and wonderfulness and blessfulness there is truly a a, a, a wonderful feeling to be bringing forth praise and, and, and worshiping that of our Lord, our God. There is truly blessfulness in the midst of these live storms, my brothers and sisters. And a lot of people will say, oh, you know, you know I don't want to hear that mess, man. You know, how can you see something joyful in the midst of something going bad? It's mindset. It really truly is mindset. It's about where you allow your mind to be, to wonder, to dwell, to, to, to imagine, to, to venture. And wherever it is that you allow your mind to venture, you feel what I'm saying? At sometimes it's not going to be in alignment to where your spirit is or trying to lead you. Because we were thinking that of the carnalness, 
But then our spirit is trying to get us to dwell in that of spiritualness. We will wander back and forth to and from my brothers and sisters for many, many, many days, months, and even sometimes years. And still we will not come to the conclusion of the things that I just mentioned. So you say, well, brother, what all this has got to do with what you're going to bring forth in the message today? Well, let me just put it to you this way, very simple. Do not give up doing the things that will allow you to live as though you are alive in Christ. Hear me out now what I'm saying because, see, when we confess the Lord Savior, Christ Jesus as our Lord, as our Savior, we believe that he is the one and only true son of God. And that he came forth to sacrifice his life for us that we may be free of that of slavery. And not just that, but that we may be reconciled back before that of our God. And that of the form and that of the nature of what we were created to be. So when you've done that, hear me out now. All the things that you once were, the person that you once were, whom you had become, or should I say became, is all gone. The old is of no more. It's dead and gone. You were dead with Christ. And when Christ awoke and when Christ was raised, guess what? You yourself was raised with him. You are a new creature. You have new life in that of Christ. It's not you that live, but it's Christ that lives in you. But now, let's let's be honest with one another. We are still warring with that of the flesh. And although we may have the Inheritance of the things of that of Christ and we uh, receiveth of that of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we have knowledge of the Holy Spirit. We know who and, 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 and why and all these things concerning that of the Holy Spirit. We must still first have an understanding that all of this is not without its challenges. Is not without some complications along the way. Because although we are inheritance of the things of that of Christ, you know, the wonderfulness, the blessfulness, the you know, the the, the, the ability and the to be able to live a life eternal in that of the kingdom of God, our Heavenly Father, it is not without struggles. And I'ma tell you something. What I have learned and what at times I've sat back and just thought to myself, why is it that if we are considered to be one body, one Lord, one God, why are we bickering so much with one another? Because see, when you think about that one, Lord, one body, one Lord, one God, 
that's in uniform. That's in that's in unices. That's 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 in a, in a unit. That's as you know. That's united. That's flowing as one. Well, I mean, take the armed services for for instance. It doesn't matter what branch of the of service that you're in. There are there is a a a a line of order. There is a uh, how they say uh, an alignment of command. There's an order of command, and everybody flows under that command. Not does not it is there any moments when people don't question? Yeah, they do. But ultimately, and without any word, they follow orders. Now. Not really trying to put so much of a comparing Christ with that of our military because, I mean, you know, after all, we're talking about worldly versus that a spiritual or, or ultimate being. And so there's really no comparisons. But just to kind of give you a little bit of what I'm trying to say, as a body, as a unit, we're supposed to flow together. The armed services flows together. They move as one, they act as one, they wait as one. Okay, so we need to be doing the same in that of Christ. We need to wait as one, move as one, we need to act as one. But we're not doing that. We're not doing that. And and, and guess what? I I'm raising my hand. I'm 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 talking about me too because I do believe that in all the mist of doing and flowing and serving as we do, as that of the body of Christ in the different ministries that we do. We, even in that part of our lives, are at war. Hear me out now. Because see, we, we focus ourselves so much on thinking that we're at war with the fleshly sins. But we don't really start thinking about, okay, we're at war also with that part of the body that really sometimes doesn't want to do things concerning ministry, really doesn't want to flow as a one in that of ministry. See, we don't always think like that. You know, a few of us might, but a few of us don't. So when you think of the word warring with that of the flesh, you have to include your mindset when it comes to being in that of ministry and acting as one body, one under one Lord, under one God. There's going to be moments when your flesh is going to rear up and going to be like, I don't want to do this. I don't think we should do it this way. And I don't want to do it this way. And this don't make no sense. And da 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 da. Your flesh is going to rear up. But see, we don't always think that, okay, that's a part of warring that we have to deal with. We, 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 we put it so much on thinking that, okay, sin, sin, sin. But see, that part right there deals with disobedience. <laughs> Which, they go hand in hand. But, we focus a lot of the times on sin. Oh, you know that's a sin. Oh, you know you just sin. Oh, you know you need to stop sin. Oh, you sinning. You sinning. Oh, you should no longer sin. You know, we were set free from the slavery of sin. And da, 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 da. But then, on the other hand, we're we walking in disobedience. Because we can't come in uniform 
we don't come in alignment as we should. What well, concerns the things that we're participating in in ministry. So that we can flow as one body under one Lord and one God. But my brothers and sisters, I'm not trying to point no fingers at nobody. I'm not trying to call nobody out. I'm not downing nobody. I'm not trying to do none of that stuff. I'm simply just pointing a fact. Just truly just pointing, pointing out a fact. And, and in pointing out this fact, what I want to say is let's truly step back and analyze ourselves as we truly should we should constantly always be analyzing ourselves and saying okay am i flowing in that of christ like i should and you know we're gonna always most likely nine out of ten say no because we're doing something no matter how half of something it is we're doing something that's not in alignment of christ or we did something or we thought something or we having thoughts or having desires upon our heart of something so Taking moments, taking periodic moments to just stop and just, you know, things that really, this is what you should be doing when you pray. And this is what you should be doing when you're reading your word and then when you're meditating. Those are the times to really analyze yourself, take a step back and say, you know, and present before God anything that you know that is not right. Whether it be that in your mind, upon your heart, any deeds of the flesh, you present that. You seek forgiveness, you repent, and then you, you cleanse yourself from it. You, re you realign yourself in, in your thoughts and your desires and in your deeds. And with some of us, it's more often than others. And like once again, that's not pointing fingers at nobody. That's not trying to call nobody out. That's not trying to badmouth nobody. I'm not trying to down nobody. I'm just truly, truly hear me now. I'm just speaking facts. And if you do, like I say, you'll, you'll, you'll agree with me. You'll agree that it's facts. Because there are those who are really, truly going through. But then yet we have others that are over here saying, Oh, and you know, you, you're a man of God. You're a woman of God. You ain't got no business. You just don't want to be right. You don't want to walk right. You can't say that. Because that person can truly, really, truly want to. And to them, now hear me out, hear me out. To them. They feel that they're, they're giving it their all. They feel that they're giving it, they're trying to give it their all. They're putting forth all the effort that they know to put forth. But because to you it seemed to be so easy for you to do it, do you think it's easy for everybody else? It's not. And although we are created in the likeness of that of God, we're still different in some ways. You will not be able to handle what I can handle, and I may not be able to handle what you can handle. I'm not going to have some of the same things that, that a, a, a burden or I'm struggling with in my life that you're struggling with with your life. They may be similar, but they're not going to be exact. And when the word says that to take faith that the body of Christ of believers you are among the believers and that there are other believers that are suffering that are under depression and oppression as well you know to really just letting you know that look you think that you're the only one suffering you think you're the only one going through you think you're the only one how to deal with something you think you're the only one's got burdens on you you're not 
and in the word that really is meant that really is meant and is put forth and is talked about to give you an idea that you're not the only one to let you understand that you're not the one going you know you're not the only one going through some things and then also to encourage you in that matter that hey okay I'm not the only one that's dealing with this I thought it was just me I thought I you know I thought something was wrong with me you know so did you have that mindset that thought and say okay well okay there's nothing wrong with me I'm not the only one going through this there's others that are going through. Because see, sometimes we'll be in a in 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 in, in a mindset to thinking that why am I dealing with this? Why is it me? And and we begin to start thinking that it's just us. That there's nobody else dealing with these things, there's nobody else going through, there's nobody having hardships, there's nobody under suffering, there's nobody paying down with oppression, there's nobody dealing with with, with, with sins. But my brothers, my sisters. You are among a family of believers that are also suffering. Now, just because they may not be going through the same type of suffering that you're going through at the moment, they still are suffering. They're going through some things. Some of us just have a better way of hiding it than others. Some of us just have a better willingness than others to be able to be scrape face it or, or to really just put on as some of us like to say put on a front that we okay that everything is all right but you know how we like to say well no don't judge a book by its cover well the same thing can be said you know when it comes to a christian don't judge them by what you see because although they may be carrying themselves doing everything that they need to do you don't know what they're going through behind doors they could be really worn with some things they could really be in a battle, be tussling for their lives. But because they, when they're around you, they seem like they might have it all together. But my brothers and sisters, they might be weeping and whining and crying out to the Lord every opportunity they get when they're not around you. For that, we are to listen to the word and be obedient to what the word says. Pray ye for one another. Show love and kind and generosity and caring and have compassion and humanity for one another. But what do we do? We can't wait to have a first moment to stab somebody in the back. Oh, we got to be better than this person. Oh, we got to show off and say, we got this, we got that. And we get mad when somebody gets something and achieve. Why we do that? You should be happy for them. You should be thankful. You should be in upraisedness for them. That God blessed them. Because guess what? Just as he has blessed and opened the doors of prosperity for them. He will do the same for you. God it has no respect to person. And just as he blessed them. And just as he opened up the windows of heaven. And flew them the doors that the blessing of rain can come down upon them. Then guess what? The same could happen to you. But while you walking over here in ignorance and disobedience and you walking here all mad and upset and you envy and you carrying on and you, you jealousy and all this other stuff, you don't block your blessing in 20 different ways. But you won't get it. <laughs> you don't get it. You so uproar and you uproaring yourself in that of the flesh, not the spirit. Because if you were in the spirit, none of this, none of this. Would even be a topic that I'm talking about right now. You will be forming that of the, of the of the spirit, but you're not doing that. So, hear me out. 
I'm not. Even though it may sound like I'm trying to put people down or I'm putting people down, I'm not. I'm bringing to reality, I'm bringing before you that which is already there, but you're just not seeing it. You have chosen to not pay attention to it because you are flowing in that of carnalness. So in carnalness, the flesh only thinks about the flesh. The flesh doesn't care about anything else. The flesh gets attention long enough to get to achieve and accomplish what it is it wants or want to do. Oh yeah, I care about you. Oh yeah, man, you know that's wrong how they did you. And da, 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 da. As soon as you have achieved your agenda, deuce, you're out. You no longer you cutting ties. You don't cut the umbilical cord. You're done. You're through. You don't know the person no more. Who? What? You acting like you you don't know who the number is when they call. They knock on the door. You don't answer. You meet them in this grocery store. You looking at them like, who is you? My brothers, my sisters. <laughs> well, let's wake up, man. But we are one body, though. We're the body of Christ. So, how do you think that we are supposed to say anything or show anything to that of the unbeliever if we ourselves, among ourselves, can't act right? <laughs> do you not think that the body of the unbelief is not watching? They're watching. And every time something goes wrong, see, I don't know what I told you about them right there, see. They say, they say, they ain't say, look, 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 look. But he's supposed to be a pastor. Look at it, look, look at it, look. So, guess what? They're not all sitting by waiting for you to mess up. They're hoping you don't mess up. They're hoping that there is some truth to this God that you say, that you worship, that you give praise unto, that you have faith unwaveringly in. They truly are hoping that is true. Because they're going through some things. And they, they, they want to believe. But, you know, this world has got them. It's got them by the, by the seat pants, as, as the elders used to say. So it is your duty, my brother, my sisters, to portray the likeness of that of Christ. And not just portray it as an actor or actors who would do it in a role, but to truly live it out. So that those around you, those that you will encounter, those that you fellowship with, or those that you're trying to fellowship with, that you're trying to share the word with, as the word says that you may be able to answer unto them the question that comes unto you. Be mindful of what you allow as far as conversation that comes out your mouth. And position yourself in a way, in a manner, carry yourself so that you can be able to answer unto those that will have questions unto you. And I'm telling you, they watching you. Now, we all, I mean, come on, let's be honest with one another. We, we ain't always doing right. That doesn't mean that we are here doing some crazy stuff, but we have our moments where we'll slip or something will happen. We'll be like, wait a minute, hold on. Did, did I do that right? Should I have did it this way or should I have, or should I said, have said this or should I have, maybe I shouldn't have said that. 
And there are some of us that we, although we may have surrendered our life to Christ, and we're saved, baptized, and, you know, full of the Holy Spirit and everything like that, you think that you don't have a moment. <laughs> you ain't been hit hard enough yet. Just keep living. See what happens. Now, that's not me desiring for anything to go wrong. Me desiring for you to backslide. No, it's not. I'm just simply saying that you are human. In that of what we can see of each other. But through and beyond that of what we see physically. We're all spiritual beings. That are dwelling in that of a fleshly vessel. And it's that fleshly vessel that we are at war with. The word even tells us that. That the spirit is in war with the flesh. And the flesh is in war with the spirit. That neither may do that which they desire. But see, the flesh doesn't want the spirit to do anything. And the spirit is trying to keep you from doing that which is of the flesh. To keep you in that of sanctification. To keep you in that of holiness. My brothers and my sisters. Really what I'm presenting unto you this day. And simply I'm saying is that. I know it's hard out here. I'm living in. I'm among you too. You don't see me. I don't sit next to you. I don't break bread with you on a daily. I don't even talk to you on the phone. You don't see me in person. But we're going through. Just like anyone else that's in the body of Christ. Among the believers. So with all this being said. Like I said. We're going through. And we are dealing with some things. And with the world getting worse. On how it conducts itself. And then we have this country that we're in. It's like. We truly don't know. What's going to happen. One second to the next. But then think about this. Before all this chaos jumped off. Before the last two years happened the way that it happened had the kind of outcome that it had before we even knew about a coronavirus or any other kind of virus we still was unknowledge as to what the next second would bring we still were like okay I could be dead in the next second so the only difference between then and now is that there's more ignorant things taking place. People are doing more <laughs> senseless things. I, I'm, I'm really trying really hard not to call nobody ignorant or a fool. But there's a lot of senseless things being taking place. There's a lot of unholy things happening. And... You're hearing people saying, oh, you know, we're in the last days. See, this is what's going on. This is what we're in the last days. This is happening. That is happening. And this is happening. I'm not, I look, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm nor agreeing nor disagreeing to that. Because I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that we need to turn to the word. 
and see what the word says on it. Not what Johnny Boy down the road say or not what LMA around the corner say and Jacobin down the road. No, let's see what the word says. And if the word is saying that, if everything is lined up in the word, then okay, then it's lined up in the word. Then what we need to do is you need to line up. We all need to line up. And I know we're all on that road to do so. We're all on that path. And we say this, hey, look, man, you know, I'm trying to grow. Look, bro, I'm trying to stay on this path for righteousness, man. I'm trying to, boy, look at here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get right, man. I'm doing what I can to stay away from some stuff. But it's calling me, man. It's calling me. I'm struggling with it, bro. I'm struggling with it, man. And, and, and what really is that word struggle? What, what do we really mean by that? Huh? What, what does that mean to you? When you tell somebody that you're struggling with some things. Does that mean that you're having some hard time laying some stuff down? Does that mean that you're having some hard time stepping away or in staying away? For some of us, we, I mean, we can lay some stuff down and not touch it ever again. And there are those that lay things down and we're struggling with staying away from it. The laying down part wasn't that hard. We could say, yeah, okay. But then that, that struggle to stay away from that struggle to not pick it back up, that struggle to not say, okay, you know, just one little bit, just one, just, just a few seconds, just, just one moment, just this one time. And don't tell me that you ain't never had those thoughts. Don't tell me that that has never come over you. Come on, we're adults here. Let's be for, let's be real. You're supposed to be being right and upright anyway, right? So that means you tell the truth. And as we used to say, tell the truth, the truth will set you free. Or tell the truth and saying the devil. Let's be honest. Because see, when you confess your sins, then the Lord is more willing to forgive you of your sins. You can't come before God and, and be skipping all around the Bay Ray Bush. You're saying everything but addressing the true reason why you need to be before him anyway. I am praying not just for myself, but I pray for others. That Because see, and the reason why I... I I have it on my heart to do this because if I'm dealing with some things that I'm dealing with, who's to say that someone else is probably not dealing with that same thing or something similar to it? And they themselves are going through some something or have, are dealing with something that has them bogged down, has them weighed down. And I'm here and I'm 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 crying out every moment I get and every chance I get and you know, I'm, I'm crucifying myself because I messed up, because I slipped up, and I'm trying to figure out why I keep doing it. So if I'm like that person, then I have to stop and think for a moment. Wait a minute. Who else is doing that? Okay, who else is going through that? Who else feels like they just keep slipping, like they're walking on oil? And every time they think they got their footing, every time they think they, they're stable in that of God, then they slip again. And, and then I know, and then to listen to those like, oh, you know, you saying, you know, man of God, and you supposed to act like a man of God. You know, you can, you, you just don't want to be saved. You don't want to act right. You just want to keep on sinning and sinning and sinning. Well, why we say that to people? 
not everybody may have that strong will that you had. Okay, not everybody may have been able to let go of some things and not go back to them in the blink of an eye like you did. For some people, it's more of a process than anything. But we should not condemn them along that process. I'm not saying we should condone, but I'm saying we should not condemn. There's a difference. But yet we are so condemning, it's ridiculous. But yet we're supposed to be lifting one another up. We're supposed to be praying and, and putting each other before God. And If we see somebody that's having an issue, whatever happened to pray, truly praying for that person, but yet you sitting here speaking against them. Oh yeah, look at him. He ain't looking, look at, look at, look at. He just sinning like I don't know what. Look at, look at. He know he wrong. Instead of you saying things of upliftness, instead of you praying for them to truly see the path of that of God to truly see the strength of Christ and allow themselves to be able to flow through that strength through that 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 endurance you over here speaking all kind of stuff on them many of us have forgotten many of us have forgotten that there's power in that of the tongue in the speech of the tongue, there's power. You're either cursing or you're blessing. Which one you're doing? Think about that. Think about that. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your blessings that have been bestowed upon not just me, but that of my brothers and sisters in Christ. I thank you for all things, O oh Father God, that are working in that of my behalf I think of all the benefits that I've been able to experience and I think of everything Father God that I've been able to do and to take hold of in that of my possession and I'm also thankful for the things that I may not have and what I have not been able to do because I know that those things are still in the works I know that some of those things may have not been meant for me and you knew that right well so I thank you for not just blessing me, but I thank you also for blocking those things that could have not been a blessing unto me. That could have caused me more harm than good. That could have brought more heaviness upon me than that of peace and likeness. I thank you, Father God, for all that you have done, doing, and shall continue to do. And I pray, O oh Father God, in blessings and thankfulness and praise and gratefulness. For that which you are doing for my brothers and sisters in Christ. For I thank you not just for myself. Nor that of my family. But also for that of my friends. And even my enemies and those whom I have no clue as to who they are. Because I desire for all to be blessed. I desire for all to live a life as you have planned ultimately for us to live. And that's to be blessed with in that of the grace of your presence and to be living our lives as we were created to do. So, Heavenly Father, I am thankful for the blessings released unto that of my brothers and sisters. I'm thankful that they're able to come around and have an understanding as they have been able to perceive they are now receiving so that they can walk out their lives according to that which you have put forth. That's truly blessfulness, 
oh Father God, among the body of Christ. And no matter what's going on in the world, I pray that we are able to stay focused unto that which is of you as we need to. And that we're able to stay strong in that of Christ. Because it is through him that we're able to do all things. We have inherited. So I pray that we do not. That we don't spend wildly, arrogantly, that of our inheritance. That we don't just toss it away. But we use it wisely. We flow in that of you wisely. And that we're not disobedient. We don't shun that which is of the inheritance bestowed unto us. Because we are now alive as that of Christ. And it's not that I nor that of my brothers and sisters live. But it is Christ that lives in us. So I pray. Not just for me, but also for my brothers and sisters that we begin to truly live our life as those made alive in Christ. Thank you, Father God, for the blessedness of this. And that we all will have the ability to do this and truly flow as we need to. And that although our lives at this moment may not be right before you. I pray that they truly will be and that we will truly hear those words, well done, my son, well done, my daughter. For we know that we will not go unpunished for the things that were wrong and sinful, but we also know that Christ has forgiven us of our sins. He has washed our sins away because of that of his sacrifice. But we must stay whole. We must Stay in goodness and not revisit these things. Some of us are having more of a hard time doing this than others. Some of us are truly backslidden and some of us have tried diligently to hold on. We're clawing, clawing, clawing our way to that of your salvation. We are we're truly on our knees and hands crawling, trying to trying to avoid, trying to trying to dodge every little thing. And we're scared even though we're not supposed to be. Because we're fearfully and wonderfully made. But yet we're fearing the things of this world because we're afraid that we will fall under submission of these things. Because we have not fully let go. We have not fully Dismiss these things out of our lives and taking truly hold of all things be of you. Oh, I pray that we are truly on the right track to doing just that. Holding on to you tightly and allowing that of you to purge us instead of us trying to purge ourselves. Because we're doing baby steps. We're, 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 we're choosing. Oh, now I think I'm going to hold on to that a little longer. I'll let that go, but I won't let this go. But Father, I pray that we'll leave the pruning to you. So that we can truly be pruned. That we truly can be cleansed by the blood of Christ. Of all the things that are unpleasing unto you. So that we can truly take our 
place rightfully and honorably in that of the body of Christ. So that we can be a stronghold for others. We can stand in the gap for others. We can speak strongly and petition unto your throne for others. This I pray. This I desire. In the blessed holy name of that of Jesus. Amen. Living as those made alive in Christ. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above what Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immortality, immortality, impurities, lust, evil, desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to do, you used to walk in these ways. In the life you once lived. But now you must also rid yourself of all such things as these. Anger. Rage. Malice. Slander. And filthy language. From your lips. <laughs> oh my God. Don't I know that right there. Because I have heard. I hear so much. I hear so much. Blessed be Father God. Mm, I hear so much. That, that right there my brothers and sisters. I think it's one of the things that I notice about me. Probably one of the first things I noticed. Uh, and I wasn't really a heavy cursor. I wasn't a person that like every word came out of my mouth was a curse word or every other word or every three words. I wasn't that, I really was not that, that person like that, you, you know, and a lot of people tell you, I, I use some curse words, but I, I wasn't heavy in it like that. But I noticed that the little bit that I was doing, it ceased. And not just so much in that of cuss words, but then also how I word myself, the, you know, how my conversation flowed, you know, my conversation flowed totally different. You know, there, 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 there was life to my words. There, there was upness. There was encouragement to my words, and my words were not flat. You know, I wasn't just speaking to be speaking. My words came forth with meaning, with authority, and I would be speaking things at times, and I, I'd be like baffled within myself because I'm like, whoa, I just said that. And there's times when I would go back and listen to, you know, and I still do it to this day. I listen, you know, to the podcast every now and then. You know, I sit and I listen to an episode or two. And I'd be like, wow. And I know it be God. I know it be God to be speaking to me. I know it be God that be laying these words on my heart to speak to y'all. I know it is because, and it's not to say that I have not come a long ways and I'm not maturing in that of Christ. But it's simply to say that I know that there's work 
to be done. That is work still to be done within me. And that God is working on me. God is working in me and outwardly from me. And everything that is of God is, is helping me to do that of his will. And I'm seeing the change. And even to others, even though it may not seem like much. And to me, I'm going to be honest, sometimes it don't. But I still can see the difference. I still can sense the difference in knowing that God is working in me. Not just on me, but he's working in me and outwardly from me. And I sense it in a lot of other people as well. So, you know, I'm, I'm reading this right here about rage and malice and slander and filthy language from your lips. And, and, and so I just, that, not just about me, but I hear people talk. I hear conversations sometimes and I don't even be trying to listen. I, I just can be in it, you know, somewhere and then I just hear people talking, you know, I hear voices. And I'm telling you, man, he this and that, and Elvin, you know, I mean, all just kind of just, and I'm like, wow. Every, and, and, it, and it's, it's to the point now that it's not like every other few words or every other word. It's like every word, bro. <laughs> you know, my brothers, my sisters, every word that comes forth out the mouth is a cuss word. It's a filthy word. And I'm thinking to myself, is there no other vocabulary that you can tap into? Is there any other words that you know? And that's not me trying to be harsh or talking down or, or, or belittling anybody. It's just I'm trying to figure out what happened. Is that how we identify with one another now? That's how we talk to each other? And, and man, you think slang was something back in, in our time, in my time? And you think that a few years ago that, you know, a lot of the slang words and slang language was something, man, slang now is out of control. Seriously. I mean, like, truly out of control. You know, they have come up with those who speak slang. Let me, I'm, I'm trying to be, I'm, I'm, I'm being respectful. I ain't trying to be, I'm going to be respectful to anyone. Um, for those who speak the slang, you have become <laughs> really a part of your own language. And you may take that as a good thing, but I'm, I'm going to say, look, if you communicate with one another, okay, that's good that you communicate. But in that communicating, in that effort to communicate, let me say this. Let us clean it up a little bit. Can we do that? Can we clean it up a little bit? Because I think the one thing that hurts me the most is I'm hearing not just my brothers calling my sisters BF, you know, and, and B.I. I, I don't want to hear that. Do we really truly know what the definition of that is? And, and, and then what really has got me is that to have sisters calling other sisters the B word. And the BFs and the this and that. and But they don't do it out of anger. They're doing it. In, in friendship conversation and I'm like hold up no so you don't got so so used to this right here to where now you you just freely want to call your friend of who you say of many years has been your friend you don't call her the B word now as if it's nothing and then she's acknowledging it and I, I come on we, we could do better we can't
Stop falling into the plans of what worldly society is trying to get you to fall into. Stop it. Just stop it. Because you were created to be much, much more. To do far better than what you're doing. And it's not me, you know, speaking down to you. Not me speaking harsh. If it's, if it's coming across that way, then I'm going to suggest this. Stop and take a look at yourself for a minute. And really think about it. Why are you finding it offensive? Because I'm truly not trying to be offensive to you. I'm coming across as concerned. Truly concerned. And and now, don't get me wrong, because I know that there are those who, who speak the slang language or those who live a different type of lifestyle. They may be doing well. Their life may be good. They probably feel, you know, hey, I got what I want. I got what I need. I'm living in a nice, I got a nice place. I'm driving a nice car. I got a good job or I got a good business. I'm doing good. Okay. But my problem I have with is not that you're doing good. That's wonderful. And truly, I am really, really (laughs) with joy that you are. But let's look at those around us, those who are not with you on that journey, that life that you're living. They're looking at you and and they're thinking that the way to doing what you have, the way to getting to what you have accomplished is to talk like you talk, to walk and dress like you do. No. And... Why do you think that there's no control? Why do you think that these music companies and these record labels don't say anything? Because, see, they know that it sells records. And that it boosts its business. So they don't care if you go out there looking like that. As long as you don't do anything totally out of control. But this is where we're at. And it's not just with that industry. It's with a lot of other things. A lot of other industries. So. My brothers and sisters. The word is telling us simply right here. And let me go back a little bit. The word is is telling us simply right here. It says. But now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these. Anger. Rage. Malice, slender, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other. Seek, since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here there, here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, Barbarian or Sicilian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion. See, I said that earlier. Kindness, humanity, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you have a grievance against someone, Forgive as the Lord forgave you, and over all these virtues, put on love. Remember I said that, that love should tie everything together. 
which binds them all together in perfect unity. <laughs> Lord Jesus, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, hello, you were called to peace and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and abolish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs of the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Now, that's a lot. I know it's a lot. I know it's a lot. And that's why I was saying other my, uh, earlier, my brothers and sisters, is that we, we, we're not all there. Not all of us are there. We, but it doesn't mean that we're not trying to get there. And, and, and what I want to say to my brothers and sisters that you feel that you have arrived or you, you, you want to say that I sense that I have arrived or I'm arriving. I want to say to you, don't forget about those that have not arrived, those that are not arriving, or don't forget about those that um, have not let go of the things that are weighing them down, that have not allowed the fullness of that of God to work in their lives. Don't forget about them. And when I say don't forget about them, because even the word tells us that. But what I'm saying and what I'm offering and what I'm suggesting is this. Instead of talking down or talking in that of gossip about someone, why not be lifting and edify? The word tells us that we should edify one another. That we should not allow any word to come forth from our mouths that is not of edification, that is not of encouraging, that is not of building. We're supposed to be building people up, not tearing them down. But I hear it all so much, so many times. People saying things that are tearing one another down. Now, you speaking and saying, well, you know, it's fact, it's fact. Okay, it's fact. And I catch myself sometimes too. And, and, and if I have something to say about somebody, I do speak facts. But at the same time, I'm trying to be careful what I say and how I say it. Because I don't want to be as if I'm judging. I don't want to be as if I'm condemning that person in any kind of way. But I would like to be able to just say, yeah, this is what they did. This is what they're doing. And I'm, I'm having a hard time dealing with it because I'm trying to do this and I'm trying to do that. So I'm just trying to stay prayed up. I'm, I, I keep praying for them and I just try not to pay attention. to. And, and honestly, that's what I do. If somebody says something harsh to me, I just, I, I just try not to take it in. You know what I'm saying? As it, as it is said. For what it is, I try to take it in for that, okay, they don't know any better. I try to take it as that, okay, that truly may not be them speaking. And then sometimes it might be. But I try not to look at it that way. And I try to be in that of humbleness, humanity, and compassion to where that I have that tough shell, that toughness about me to where people can say something, but it's not going to bother me in the way that they probably intended to. You feel me? And we have to become like that. And I know it's not easy because, you know, we quick to want to, 
We're quick on the draw to want to say something back to somebody. We're quick on the draw to want to do something because somebody says something or call us out our name or whatever, whatever, whatever. And we quick to want to, what? You said what? Man, you don't know who you miss with. And just that quick, we don't step out of that of our, all our holiness, all our peacefulness of that of Christ. Because somebody said one little word that truthfully, if you know who you are and whom you are, has no meaning to you. It has no meaning towards you. It doesn't, it's no definition of you. But yet we fall into it every time. And trust me, I've had people say some stuff to me, man. You know, I've had people say some stuff to me. You feel me? And I've had people just literally, I have people cut me off when I'm driving. I've had people, I could be walking in the store. I've had people walk across in front of me intentionally now and say nothing. I've had not just recently, not, not too long ago, I had a, a, a female. I'm walking and this person on the other side of the aisle, there's product in between us. And you know how they have little gaps in between the product that they have in the aisle. Okay, then you can walk or walk through or whatever. This person see me, looked right at me, and still went right in front of me. I mean, literally, like to the point where, like they said, hit me. That's literally what they like. They was that that was their body language. Like, I'm gonna walk right in front of you. I'm gonna cut you off, and ain't a dang thing you gonna do about it. I dare you, matter of fact, to do something about it. And see, it's people like that that. I really just pray for. I pray for them because they don't. They their mindset is not where it needs to be at, bro. You feel me? They they really they 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 haven't. <laughs> to me, I feel like okay. You 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 woke up this morning and decided that you no longer wanted to live. Because doing stuff like that, do you know that you can mess around and cut the wrong person off, and you end your life just at that blink of a moment. You can mess around and say the wrong thing to the wrong person and get your life taken from you. So it's like, it's crazy, man. And But, you know, the Word of God does tell us that, you know, there's going to be some, you know, a point to where people are going to do some things that going to look outrageous, going to look, you know, literally just stupid, <laughs> you know. Uh, and... I believe that that is definitely, it's been taking place for a while now, so it's just getting worse. That's the way I look at it. You know, people are just, just doing whatever they, they're going to do boldly, and they, they just have that mindset like, I don't care. You ain't going to do nothing about it. And the thing that get me is that there are those that would do things and they don't think there's consequences behind it, and then when those consequences come across, then they be want to be... You know, they want to be all like the victim, like they the ones who was violated. Like, really? Really? But my brothers and sisters, we are truly in that time. And so what I want to say to y'all is I want you to really understand. Conduct yourself in a proper manner. Just do that. It really, it, it boils down to that. It really doesn't matter what your language is, what your ethnic background is. It doesn't matter what 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 kind of slang language you speak. Understand. And, and, and in some regards, it really kind of doesn't matter about uh, 
your lifestyle in some ways, you know, and that's not me condoning anything. I'm not condoning anything that's of sin. So let me make that completely clear right now. So I'm just simply saying by lifestyle, I'm basically saying that however you living, you still should be doing good unto others. Even if you are a non-believer and don't ever, ever, ever think you're going to believe anything that's got to do with God. Still, live your life right. Treat others as you want to be treated. Because even though you may be a non-believer, you still want to be treated fairly. So why not treat others fairly? You still want others to be respectful to you. So why not be respectful to others? It gets me how some people think that's a one-way street. And they're always on the, on the receiving end. It don't work that way. So, it's my hopes and my desires, as well as that of my prayers, that everything that I've said here this week will truly take hope and be blossoming in all of that of your lives. And that as we move forward, that we truly can be analyzing ourselves so that we can become better through that of Christ because we we can't do it ourselves and if you're trying that's why you haven't accomplished anything because you you trying to do it but if you if you let go and allow God to do it if you let go and allow God to come in it, and I know it's not easy because trust me I, I'm, I'm there on some things in my life that I've, I've realized that I, I haven't totally let go of. And so I'm, I'm, I'm working on allowing God to really truly come into those situations and say, okay, yeah, I got to heed this right here. Yes, this is, this is obviously God saying, okay, hey, look. So that's all I'm saying. You have those moments where you know God is talking to you or God is trying to show you something or God is trying to keep you from something. Heed it. It's not going to be easy. I know it's not. And I'm not, that's, that's not me condoning and saying it's okay, but I'm simply just saying that it's not going to be easy. I'm addressing the fact that it's not easy. And I think that's one thing as Christians we don't do is we don't completely address the fact that it's hard. We think and we say to others, oh, suck it up or, you know, uh, stand up and be the right man and God that you're supposed to be. You know, instead of truly having compassion for someone, instead of praying and lifting them up for God truthfully and, and honorably, we rather condemn them. We rather talk down to them. We rather talk about them. Oh, yeah, you. I don't know what he think he's doing, but he, you know, that ain't praising God. I don't know what he, you know, don't do that. Oh, man, no, he didn't come in here with that short sleeve shirt. That might have been one of the only shirts that man had. It might have been out of all the shirts he had, it might have been the only one that was that looked decent and probably that was clean. So why you want to down him? Find a way to help him. Find a way to, to help him get some more clothes. Same thing with the females. Don't don't be down on these females. You know, you see them and, and, and they're trying to get their life right. They come into church. They got enough heaviness on them without having to deal with you sitting there staring at them and talking about them. And snickering and carrying on. And then 
you know, but you expect them to come to Christ, you expect them to give up, you know, everything of that of that sin, they're going to be like, well, screw this, I don't need to be in church. Because if this is what I'm going to face every time I come, I don't need it. You get where I'm coming from? This is the stuff that the body of Christ is doing. You may not agree with what they're wearing. But you better watch yourself on how you verbalize that, how you express that. And we wonder why people are not standing in the church. We wonder why people are coming one day and not the next. We wonder why people are on and off, on and off. Think about it. And I know some will say, oh, well, they shouldn't be hurt like that. They, should, they need to suck it up. You know, if they can't take that, then it's not that they can't take it. Because some stuff they can take. It's just that they shouldn't have to take some of the things that they are taking. They shouldn't have to be talked down to, talked about. They shouldn't have to be belittled and felt as if they've been put beneath somebody's foot. And judged just because they have they, 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 they have an outfit on that is the only decent outfit that they had that they could come to you know the service in. And you want to sit there and talk about, oh girl, yeah, that dress was she it was just too short. I don't know who she thought she was coming up in here. No, don't do that. If anything, ask them, say, you know, talk to them, you know, in a way to where you can be able to get through to them enough to ask them the question. Something simple like, hey, um, I like the pattern of that dress. I was just wondering, what size are you? Because I think you, I, I got some dresses, if you don't mind, I have some nice dresses. If you like, I don't know, you know, you like, but I have some things that I can no longer wear and I don't want to just throw them away but I would like to give them to somebody that you know could use them and someone that don't mind and that person might be like yeah sure you know but it's all in the way you present it it's all in the way that you come across oh I got some old clothes that might look good on you girl you know yeah you know but that thing what you got on right there no, don't talk, don't do, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, my sisters, no, no. We must have an understanding of how we are to approach people if we are to win them over to Christ. Now, I know some will say, oh yeah, but you know, I ain't going to condone. No, you ain't got to condone nothing. That's a difference between condoning and condemning. Come on, y'all. I don't get it, boy, why y'all be like that. But then y'all have this, this look on your face, this, this blank look like, well, I don't know why they come back to service. I don't know. Why they, I don't know. You, you know. You know. Because the way you acted, the way you talked to them, the way you perceived, that people, come on. Everybody's going through, even the unbelievers going through some things. And those who want to truly be saved, those who want Christ in their lives. They're already trying to figure out, how can I better myself? What do I do? And so that's why they even came to church in the first place. It's not always because somebody invited them. It's because they say, you know what, I wanna, I'm going I'm to I'm go to service and I just want to see if I can, you know. Because they're searching for answers, my brothers and sisters. And when you sit there and say the things that you say to them, you have just deterred them. 
you have just turned them off. Because they're already iffy. And, and when you say and do what you do, then you just... But you don't think that you did. You think that you just, you think you done right. You know, justified in what you said and what you did. You're not. My brothers and sisters, that was... Uh, Notification letting me know that we have reached that moment in the show where it's time to bring forth the spiritual food for thought for this week. And uh, we have that right here. Uh, the spiritual food for thought for this week is as follows. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. That's something hard for some people right there, boy. They just, oh my God, they can't see themselves doing that. <laughs> Once again, spiritual food for thought. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you have a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Now, I'm going to say this right here. The word forgive is more than just a word. That, that ties into a lot, my brothers and sisters. That ties into your blessings. That ties into everything that is of that of your life. Forgive can break bonds of power over you. People can have power over you in ways that you cannot imagine. And by forgiving them, you break that hole. You break that powerful hole over you. But see, you don't get it. You don't look at it like that. You look at, oh, they don't did me wrong, and I ain't gonna forget why. I'm, why I'm gonna forgive them for what they did? That's like condoning what they did. No, no, it's not. You don't condone what they did, but you're forgiving them because you need to move on with your life. And in order to move on with your life, you need to forgive them so that you can break that hold, that hold of power that they have over you and over that of your mind and hindering of your spirit to be received of the blessings that God has for you, to walk out the plans that God has already drawn for you. So forgiveness is more than just a word. And I know it's not easy to forgive someone. Trust me, I trust me, I know. I'm not just saying this right here just to be saying it. I know that it's not easy to forgive because I have been in a position where I've I've had to forgive somebody. I've had to forgive people and I know. <laughs> Trust me. I, I know it ain't easy. Because there's, there's people that have done some things to me that, you know, I've had thoughts in my mind that if I could ever get even with them, if I could ever get revenge on them, that it would be a nasty, dirty revenge. But... As I have grown and matured myself in that of the Lord. And understanding the meaning and desire to be forgiven. As well as to forgive. Guess what? I have forgiven them. Does that mean that I condone what they did? No, I don't condone what they did. But I do forgive them for what they have done to me. And I pray for them and lift them up before thy heavenly father. 
Because see, this is the thing. What it boils down to is this. If I am trying to live my life, if I'm in the process, if I'm in the, the motion of living my life in a way that's pleasing unto God, how can I be pleasing unto God in all things but not pleasing in that? The very thing that he has done so willingly and openly without regret unto me. And that's forgiveness. So everything that I have done is of not because I have forgotten to do, I have failed to do that one simple thing. And that's forgive. Truly, wholeheartedly. And I'm not saying it's easy because it's not. It's not. I'm, I'm here truly to tell you it's not. But it is very rewarding when you do. It is very rewarding when you do. Hear me when I say it is very rewarding when you do finally forgive someone that has done something very tragic unto you. It is truly rewarding. When you do finally relieve yourself of that person's suppression over you. My God. And it takes it takes that of Christ for it to be done. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lead you blind here, my brothers and sisters. But I'm gonna be truthful with you. It is it's not something that can be done within that of yourself. Or by yourself. It's not. It's, it's something that's going to have to be done through that of Christ. It's the same thing of uh, loving someone. You, 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 you can love someone, but you're not going to truly love them as Christ did. Some of us, it's really hard to do. And the only way we can truthfully, truthfully love someone is through that of Christ. Through that of the love of Christ. Is that possible? And a lot of you know what I mean. A lot of you know what I'm talking about. Amen? A lot of you know exactly where I'm coming from. You know truthfully what it is that I mean. But once again, spiritual food for thought for this week. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. My God. Some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Colossians 3, 1 through 17 in the NIV. Once again, some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Colossians 3, 1 through 17 found in the NIV. For more encouragement throughout the week, you can go over to our platforms and look for us as Encouragement Daily Blog. That would be IG, Facebook, and Twitter. And for the podcast, it would be Anchor.fm. And we are on there as Encouragement Daily Podcast. Once again, Anchor.fm, Encouragement Daily Podcast. And all the other platforms, IG, Twitter, and Facebook, is Encouragement Daily Blog. My brothers and sisters, as... uh, this week's message is coming to a close here. I, I just want to just honestly say to everyone, truthfully how thankful I am for you guys really showing some love uh, and taking the time out to listen to these messages. And I know that, and I don't look at it as being about me. 
Because it's not about me. It's about that of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. It's about that of our Heavenly Father, our God. And it's about learning all that we can learn. It's about walking upright and pleasing before Him. And it's about accomplishing that of our assignment given unto us that we may be complete in that of our purpose in life. It's about our eternal life, our space, our time in that of God's kingdom. That's what it's about. And being connected and having the knowledge to be edified, to be motivated, to be refueled in those moments and times when we're weary. That's what I present unto you. That's what I bring forth. And that's what your focus should be on. I'm thankful for your liking. I'm thinking for your following. Because in you doing so, you stay connected to the word, the true and purifiable word of God. So, it's really truly not me you're following. It's following God. You're following God. You're liking what he has brought forth. I'm just a messenger. <laughs> a humble messenger at that. So, my brothers and sisters, I'm very grateful that you take the time out to listen to the podcast. I'm truly very grateful. And once again, I say to you, like, share, and subscribe. So whatever platform that you may be viewing, reading, listening, make sure that you like on those platforms you share make sure you subscribe or follow on those platforms and the same thing with the podcast because see what that does is it, it, it gets more of God's word out there and it reaches more people when you share and see when you like and when you follow it, it, it works with the algorithm and it helps place me in places that I otherwise would not be able to get in bringing forth God's word. And that way I'm able to bring forth God's word to the multitude. You feel me? So for those who have listened to the last uh, episode, last week episode, thank you very much for showing your willingness to want to listen. To want to receive encouragement and, and to want to be continuously motivated and to be instilled with the knowledgeable wisdom of God. And I pray that I am diligently upholding that unto you and that I will continue to do so unwaveringly. Amen. So thank you once again for taking the time out to listen and. Because I know your time is valuable. And I know that there's a lot of other platforms that you could be tuning into and listening to. So I thank you very much for choosing this one. Encouragement Daily Podcast Show. So my brothers and sisters, until the next time we come together, may the rest of your day be blessed and joyous and safe. And the remaining week be more so in that of the Lord. So the next time we come together for encouraging fellowship, that we come together. With open minds, open hearts, and joyfulness in our spirits, ready to receive in the blessful name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. And may you continue to be in joyfulness and always don't give up.